No, that's not how it's going to work. No, nope, sorry. Not Let's transition. Friend. Spencer, take <laughs> us away. Can I finish my pasta uh, real quick? No. There's only yeah, a few sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. You have 10 Go seconds. Oh, shit. Five. Your what? You're already at five? John, we, we, we've got people here. Oh, oh. while you're eating, I'm I want to know what bloody wankers in Manchester and London are watching this stupid podcast. <laughs> Is that supposed to be offensive? No, no. Spencer showed me our insights. And like, yeah, the highest percentage of people who watch our podcast are from the UK. That's because all we watch is stupid foreign films. London. Yeah, well, we don't watch a lot of British movies. Yeah, maybe if we any, should. Like, <laughs> the last British movie I think I watched was called Black Narcissist, and I don't even think that's considered British. They don't even so, sound like that. Uh, yeah. Closer? We watched... No. Yeah. Wait. Match point. That was all in London. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, you got me there. That's uh, true. I agree. The only yeah. thing is we gotta but, punch uh, some of our teeth out and drink some tea. Wow, okay. So, you know, you asked Nate if he was trying to offend people, and then you just say <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Here we are. You know? Nobody likes yeah. Americans, and there's a Here reason for it. Um, yeah, because we're just sick, pasta, twisted, obese, oh, good. pandemic, oh, non-mask-wearing, non-hand-washing, masturbating U.S. Like, fuck <laughs> us, right? Hey, everybody, welcome to, uh... <laughs> welcome to those movie dudes podcast. That's how we should do it. We should say like, the most, like, shock value thing ever. It's like, hey, everybody, welcome back to those movie dudes podcast. Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Serbian oh, yeah. film remake. Okay. Um... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Christ. Oh my um, god. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Alright, yeah, let's let's do this yeah. shit. Yeah, uh, we're, we're those movie dudes. My name is Spencer. I'm, also I'm Nate. Joined with Nate, and uh, <laughs> if, you, if, if you want to say your name, you're, you're I, welcome to down there. I don't I'm Nate. It. I. You don't I'm John. No? I'm John. He's John. Okay. I'm here again. Yeah, well, that's all. Nate, yeah. Spence, and John. We're those movie dudes. You guys can follow us at in our sorry. You guys can follow us on Instagram at those movie dudes. Um, we do a podcast where we watch three acclaimed films that we've never seen before. Uh, our followers on Instagram vote for these picks every Saturday. Uh, so if you're on our Instagram on Saturdays, check out our stories and help decide what movies we watch for the podcast. Um, so. Oh, sorry. Gift from Zoom. Run out of time. We removed the forty minute time limit on your group oh meeting. I love Thank that. You, Zoom. Um, the wow. movies that we watched this week, mm. we watched a doozy amount of films. Just three. We watched three. <laughs> the same exact amount three that we've been watching movies. is now a three doozy. Full movies, <laughs> which is a doozy amount for John. That's a lot it of is. to take in for a week, as we learned. It is. So yeah. Why we have more than a week to watch them. Yeah, and I don't um, think any of these were like past 2010, and yeah. they were all in color. So was, no, one of them wasn't. Two. Never mind. No Sorry. silent films this week, you know. Every movie. Wait till had... next week. Okay, right. it was quite the undertaking, <laughs> I must say. Uh, quite the undertaking. The movie that I selected for this week that uh, won the poll was a movie that I wanted to see for a very long time. It is called Cinema Paradiso. It's mm. an Italian film. Came out in 1988. That is the film that we watched for my pick, Nate. Mm-hmm. What did we watch for for your pick? For my pick, uh, I picked a little John Ford Western classic, trying to get into the Western genre a little bit more, um, with probably my favorite classic actor, uh, James Stewart, uh, John Wayne in The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, 1962. So I'm excited oh, to talk yeah. about that one. I wonder, yeah. who, shot I wonder who shot him. Wow. Oh, fuck, damn it. God damn it. You just said the same thing. You bitch. Uh, okay. All right. I'll get, How did I watch you something? Movie. I hate both of you Ew, right now. Are you, what are you drinking right now? Oh, I thought it was a Bud Light and I was going to make fun of you. Does that say your no, name on it? It literally it says does. your name on it. Yep. I'm jealous. Okay. Um, anyways, moving on to my film, which is the 1996 directed, written, and starred by the one and only Tom Hanks. It's That Thing You Do with Liv Tyler, mm-hmm. Charlize Theron, Steve Zahn. Great mm-hmm. cast. Great cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll hopefully get into that one <laughs> as soon as possible. Got some, um, the maple right. kind, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's jump right into it. The movie that I'm leaning towards talking about first. I'm going to hit movies. you in the fucking face if you say it. That's mine, I bet. Luckily, you won't hit me in the face because it's that thing that you do. Directed by Tom Hanks. Oh. That's the one that I'm thinking of talking about first. We don't have to. We can we can discuss amongst ourselves and figure it out together. 
Uh, that's uh, just the one that I'm leaning towards talking about first. That just reminded me of Sean Evans, where he's just like, you know, usually at the end we put a little extra on the top. You don't have to, but <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. He's like, no, no, no. I'm gonna well, do basically it, Sean. like. You're a bitch if you don't. With uh, yeah, spicy questions and even sp- with I hotter think- questions and even hotter wings. <laughs> so how many episodes have you done? Well, God, dude, every right, enough to up. get Let's a go. really hot wife. Podcast launching next yeah. week. Uh, this is the, <laughs> movie dudes podcast. Yes. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, I was also fun. leaning towards that thing you do, just Me based too. on okay. this cool. week. But that's not a bad thing, though. You know, it's not that thing you do. It's that thing you do. Well, won't you tell us about it? Let's just yeah. let's just talk about the, that thing you do, John. Yeah, you do that thing you do. So, anyways, that thing you do has Liv Tyler, Steve's on, Tom Hanks directed his first ever movie that he directed. Which all I right, feel Spencer, like and your film was oh, okay. what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I'm just yeah, going to give a small Hanks. description then we can get right into it. Basically, it follows a it. local Pennsylvania mm. band that has a one-hit wonder. Funny enough, their bill or their band is called The Wonders. Um, but yeah, we'll start off with a uh... Nate. Thank you. All <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um... I knew nothing about this movie, and I was actually very entertained. It was just one of those movies that something about mid to late 90s movies, they just have a feel to them, just kind of an upbeat kind of feel. And I just, I had fun. It was a fun summer movie that you got to listen to good music from the 60s, and you got to see how, like, these, you get to see how young people adjust to fame and that was always kind of cool to see how egos would play um and you just kind of got to see how it affected them and just whether some of them got egos or some got more stardom than the others it was just kind of cool to see a band like that um and the music of course was just awesome and that hit song i I had it stuck in my head for about a couple hours after watching this movie i thought it was so good days yeah yeah hours but yeah we're good um spencer said uh the song that that the movie's named after that thing you do is very at first i didn't like it i'm like this is the song and then once they play it a thousand times like what they do in the movie you start you know beating your feet to it like like, this is a pretty Mm -hmm. catchy song you definitely can see why this became so famous especially i think they were in like the mid 60s and like Mm -hmm. this is kind of seemed like the beatles where it was like these like kids coming out and like doing like a really good song and doing a good job on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I like the most. I like the whole like uh, dynamic between the band, like when they are first hearing their song on the radio, just like the genuine celebration that they all had where they just like mm-hmm. ran all like to like the store to celebrate and just like dance around. Like I like the genuineness to it. Um, my issue with the movie though, was it kind of built up all the way to like when they're getting famous, they're touring, they're doing great. And then it just levels out in the middle for like mm-hmm. towards the end, actually, maybe. But it just levels out. It's like, where are we going? Like, there was a good like 15 minutes where just nothing really was going on. And like, it wasn't going forward with the story. You didn't know where the story was going to go. And then what ultimately ends up happening, it's like, okay, that's that's probably like the most like traditional tale of like a one hit wonder. But uh, for the movie, the vibes that it was going for, I was kind of hoping for something a little like a little more of a satisfying ending i guess uh but nevertheless i still had a great time with it like mm-hmm. it, was, it was still a fun movie for sure i think yeah. i think all the things that you just mentioned as a positive i sort of felt were a negative i i just kind of i looked this movie as a very bare bones boring well, version you. of bohemian rhapsody and i it's okay to have a little conflict in a podcast <laughs> it's like it's it's okay for us to have opposite opinions <laughs> Um, but I just thought it was so, so bland, like, and I've seen it before. Like, this is just like this typical, like movies like this. Like, I, I feel like the movie Jersey Boys or whatever. I feel like it's exactly oh, I like this. I never saw it. I didn't either. I can I imagine. Terry loved yeah. it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well, shut up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but it, it's just, ah, oh, it was just so lame, dude. And I didn't like the song and they literally, they do this song from beginning to end on six different occasions from start to finish. Yeah. Doing that thing you do. 
feel like, and that has to do with Tom Hanks' directing style, where they could have just been like, blah, 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 and then cut to another scene. Like, you get it. You know the song. You know that it's rising on the charts. That's fine. Um, but they could have just moved on a little bit. And I think that the pacing of the film was lacking a little bit. Um, what I did like, I, I thought Liv Tyler was great. I thought the relationship that she had with the drummer, the developing relationship throughout the film, the tension between them was good. For some, for some reason, I love sexual tension in movies. Um, oh, all right. Yeah, see, that's where I disagree. Because okay. I thought that their lo- their thing was almost just it almost just happened randomly like at towards the end they were just like oh in the last 10 you're minutes. so nice to me well, yeah. oh i'm so nice but, but like there did, were some times throughout the movie a couple times but yeah. for the most part i think they might have shared maybe like 25 words to each other and mm-hmm. i was like what they're gonna yeah. end it like that um I kind of just w- like a very nice dude. Like, I don't yeah, even see it as that much of a positive, like because it yeah. hardly was anything. But like, if I were to say something positive, it is that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and even then, I can see that it was. I was glad that they were at least able to have something and make it a positive. I just kind of thought it. It seemed random, just compared to sure. how much they talked about her relationship with the lead singer and stuff like that. And they just played up that dick. they were such a great yeah. couple until yeah. the last 15 minutes and then you're like oh jumping ship are you mm-hmm. um but i think it really had to do with the fact that it was tom hanks's first job writing and directing like he had to just maybe he had some pacing issues he didn't know how to fully you know mm-hmm. tell the story maybe or just he just he need, i don't know he needed a little like push somewhere, yeah. somewhere yeah. in the movie for me um for me to really push it over the edge and be like all right this is actually a really good one um, just and I think he's only made two movies in total, so like mm-hmm. he didn't really have a he did not have a big directing career. He is yeah. Tom Hanks; he's a phenomenal actor. He gave the best role in the movie to himself. Like his mm-hmm. character was awesome, yeah, yeah. like the sleaze ball, <laughs> like true. Mr. Cool comes in, makes them get, makes them like incredibly famous, but mm-hmm. yet they're all just you know. But they kids. make but they have they're one night of mistakes, and then they're like, that's then it. they just give up. And I'm just like, exactly. I guess that's realistic, but at the same time, like. Like you said, like the movie kind of levels off, and that's kind of where it leveled off. And I was like, "It that's did it right there." And yeah, it was like, I, "Yeah, I don't know, man." I wish we had then, seen more of the post group. Like instead, it was yeah. like, "Oh, we ended." Oh, I love you. I love you. Da da. Yeah. Like, no, we should have seen them go thing. home. How the families mm-hmm. reacted, kind of thing, because the guy's father was like, "No, no, no, no." And then by the end, he's oh, yeah. dancing around. He's dancing the like on the, when they're on TV. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. Like, he couldn't come back and see if they still became friends, maybe. I feel like they all left on, like, bad terms. Like, that guy who goes to Vegas, we never see him again. Like, Well, and that's why at the very end they have that whole, like, title sequence where it kind of explains, like, fictionally what the characters... I don't really like when movies do that, that especially if it's a fictional movie. I thought it was a real story after that. Mm -hmm. But they can use it for comedic effect at times. Like, I, I forget a movie that did it recently that we watched, but I think it did that where it was like a fictional, Oh, it was, I think maybe lost in America where like, it just had like a title card of like what ended up happening to them mm-hmm. at the very end. Cause it, the movie doesn't get into it with the ending. Neither did this one, that thing you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just kind of ends and it's like, all right, well this is what happened to the characters. It just seems a little lazy to me. Yeah. I'd rather just see it. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. if I'm going to grade this bitch, that thing you do, it's been one that I've wanted to see for a long time. It's got a great cast. Uh, the energy's great. It's got some good, comedic bits at times i actually did enjoy the one song that's played on repeat it does get annoying but it's it's a catchy song so i, I i'm gonna give it a three out of five it just got the fresh for me i just was maybe hoping for something a little bit more mm-hmm. but i'm going three out of five for that thing okay to do. okay i'm i'm gonna go Sorry, i'm gonna guys. i'm gonna take your three and raise you to four um so I'll give it a four out of five. It was one of those movies I woke up in the morning and I was just just chilling kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? Let's just play this movie. I didn't really know much about it. And I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed the song. Um, And I just I liked how the characters were just kind of naive to superstardom and Mm -hmm. how each of them handled it differently. Um, I loved Liv Tyler. And I just I did think the romance towards the end was just kind of caught me a little off guard because I didn't think it was enough built to to show how much they liked each other. But I love the song. Tom Hanks was great. Um, There was a shot towards the end where 
they would cut between Liv Tyler and the drummer, and they were both on the same side of the screen, and it bugged the crap out of me because, mm-hmm. like, she was tucked in the bottom corner talking to him, and he, when it cuts to him, he's in the same spot. And Is this it left when they were all at the, this, at the bar? Yeah. Oh, interesting. At the and bar. it left, all, yeah, and it left yeah, all this space again. open on the left, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> that's like video 101 right there you you <laughs> fill all the space but that was really one of the biggest uh picks for me but it was a 90s movie it had just a fun upbeat tempo good music i thought decent performances four out of five from me nice. yeah all right yeah for me it, it was it was it had your typical 90s tropes for a movie that took place in the 60s um mm-hmm but I yeah. I did like some of the characters. I didn't like Steve Zahn. I didn't like the guy who played the singer, which he wasn't really meant Steve to be. Steve Zahn like, reminded me of you. You see me like you as would someone be Steve who goes Zahn. out to Vegas and makes horrible decisions and gives up on his career. You're just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? The... I don't see... I feel like I'd be more like the drummer where I'm like there trying no, to make you, something. You, meet a, you know, All you right. would meet this girl, fall madly in love, and then want to go move to Vegas with her and live there and get married immediately. All right, fair then, enough. Yeah, I, I get, I'll give you that. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it in Vegas. Like I, I would. I right. want a, a big grand thing to show off to everybody. Sure. Maybe but anyway, I don't know. All right. Yeah, but no, either I'd, I'd be the guy who broke his arms. I'm the drummer that broke his arms and has to <laughs> I'd be wash the guy like, with my parents, just hanging out with my yeah, parents. with the yeah. guy who like took your spot's parents. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious, dude. That was funny how he was just like he yeah. started. He took the guy's job and was like, that Giovanni was so strange. <laughs> yeah, Giovanni Ribisi. Would you, um, would you grade it? I can't give it to Fresh, man. It just it didn't have enough for me. It was bland. I was bored. I didn't like the song. John was my crush on Liv Tyler, so I'm gonna give it two and a yeah. half out of five. All right, well, and maybe I'm gonna just you know pick better movies. Yeah, I I, agree I still that. enjoyed it, but uh, for you, hate I guess it. I mean, I, it's just okay, kind well, of meh. It was, it was bland. A meh to yeah. me. Could use some seasoning, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, that was uh, sprinkled on top. That was that thing you do. You can check that out on HBO. That is where we watched it. Uh, it's it's a fun one. It's 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 light. It's mm-hmm. it, it, it's an easy watch. It's an easy, easy. watch. Exactly. Yeah. It's not it's, too long. It's like a, forty minutes. You know. It's like looking it's at a Manila folder on a desk. That's basically the okay. movie to me. Um, the movie <laughs> that we can get into next uh, between Nate and uh, and me, uh, Cinema Paradiso, and the man who shot Liberty. I Valance. think you guys should do rock paper scissors for it. I don't know. I think I should volunteer. I'm, I would, by all means, volunteer, but I am leaning towards a specific movie. I, I want to see if you match it. Hmm, I'm leaning towards Liberty Valance next. Perfect. That's the okay. one I wanted to talk about. Okay, cool. Right, so uh, let's get into it. The man who shot Liberty Valance, he shot Liberty Valance. He was the bravest of them all. Happy Thanksgiving, pilgrims. Okay. Um, Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's the end okay. of the podcast, guys. Okay. The, okay. the man who shot Liberty Valance, John Ford, 1962. Okay. I got the important stuff out. Okay. James Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> John Wayne. Um, so it's about James Stewart, who's a senator, and he became really famous for killing a notorious outlaw and he returns for the funeral of an old friend of his from his past and ends up spilling the beans about his past deeds. So, uh, why just spill your beans? All right, Miami. Let's see how this goes. Oh boy. Am I Miami? That's me. You're Miami. Actually, I'm going to leave you at Tallahassee. Wow. That's like six hours from where I am. Okay. Um, (laughs) <laughs> the best reaction all right well uh. <laughs> and i give it yeah no it was uh it was a western it, it was, was old it was black and white it was made before 2010 um 1962 mm-hmm. zero John stars Wayne at the first thanksgiving pilgrims uh, i didn't realize how much he actually said pilgrim what until it, okay movie. and i don't understand Continue. like why did he call him a pilgrim was there a reason because he's an because he's not from there and so he because he's traveled came there which means he made a pilgrimage there that's a stupid reason to call someone a pilgrim um it's just john wayne it's just stupid (laughs) um i i didn't like john wayne's character i was hoping to like him i thought that he was unnecessarily a dick the whole time for no reason even in scenes where it was he should have been a little bit more serious at the time um it's john wayne 
I don't, but I don't know what that doesn't mean <laughs> anything to me because I've never seen John Wayne. Um, I just stagecoach. Exactly. Yeah. Hardly paid attention. There was actually um, another character in Liberty Valance who was also in Stagecoach, the Fat Marshal. I thought there was a reference to it at first uh, when, like, the senator walked into uh, the building where I think the guy's body was at the beginning, and he like mm-hmm. said, "Oh, a Stagecoach. I arrived on one. Like, maybe it's the mm-hmm. same one." I thought that was going to be a Walls. reference to Stagecoach. It, but, it basically um, is because is the Marshal drove name? the Stagecoach in the original Stagecoach. That'd be okay. cool. Same director, you know, same mm-hmm. cast. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I but anyway, John, that. continue. I, just, I wish there was a little bit more murder. This kind, this thing kind of goes for that, you know, <laughs> paint by numbers, quirky Western comedy crap, where it has this kind of that that basic character who's over the top and fat and making jokes. Not John Wayne, his like go to sheriff guy that was just a terrible deputy. Um, oh, Andy Devine. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> there was literally a character exactly the same in Stagecoach. But he, it's the same guy. He's the one who goes, oh my God, there ain't nothing bro. I hate more than driving a stagecoach through Apache country. It's the I same just, guy. I hate yeah. that humor. I do, it's not funny to me. It's it was, the 60s. I, I it's care. not going to be modern humor. Be funnier. It's just like so, it's so just. It's not Bumblebee. Uh, it's like I'm not reading a Calvin <laughs> Hobbes comic right now. I want to watch a movie. Like it's just. <laughs> I don't know what that means, that's not, but it's just that's like, not a good reason. Like, uh, give me some like gripes about the movie to me. Too much Actual, steak. Like, no one eats that much steak. So you're upset with the food choices? Okay, <laughs> continue. Uh, <laughs> Craft services know. was not up to not your enough standards. women in the movie. It was like ninety. Vera Miles was plenty of woman. She oh hard, man, hardly in the movie. She was in Psycho. That's great. oh man, She's just not my cup of tea. Um, I get it. It's it's just not. I tried. I made it through the whole movie, Makes but sense. I just I thought there was a lot of lead up to a very anticlimactic scene. Um, that does sort of have an interesting resolution at the end. I didn't mind it. Um, mm-hmm. but well, no. I uh, on the on the other hand, uh, when it opened up and they were getting off the train station, the senator and his wife were getting off the train station, and the guy was like, "Why didn't you tell me that the senator was coming?" Blah blah blah. Like, what's going on? I'm like. What kind of movie are we watching this week? <laughs> like, I was just like, ugh. But once the senator has the flashback, he gets beaten up with the silver handled whip by Liberty mm-hmm. Valance, and he goes to the town unconscious, and then he starts becoming, you know, a, the dishwasher of the town. Mm-hmm. I was really into it. I was fully engaged with it. I, I thought that the humor was funny. I love mm-hmm. the sheriff. How he came in, he was literally the worst sheriff in the world. Just going like, well, I don't know. I, I like my Oh, I get some steak and potatoes and uh, She's like, another one. It's like a giant ribeye. Like, what is it? He's literally on like manverse food and he wants more. But the woman just walks over to his tab and just puts another big X with Where chalk. Where is this coming from? Like, like, it was so funny. Because like, they, when they were first having like their meeting and the, the, the senator, James Stewart, was like, saying how he wants to uh put liberty valance in jail not to kill him or just, mm-hmm. and then the second the sheriff hears the name liberty valance he's like well liberty valance i'm in out of here <laughs> and so, oh, dude, some of the names some of the names of these characters i'm just like really like like what was this guy's name bucklesworth uh, at the at the thing yeah, at the end but it's like that's the thing it's mm-hmm. it's it's the old west it's, it's just that old west like feel it's <laughs> black and white cinematography was incredible i loved the flashback twist ending that they mm-hmm. had. I, I, I guess he he steps out. He steps out. Yeah, like he steps out of the uh, the shadows into the light, and then he's like across mm-hmm. the street. And he mm-hmm. does the thing with uh, Pompey. I was like, this is a cool flashback. Like it, it was actually pulled off technically, like really, really cool too. Um, My question is, I, who shot him? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we don't know. You have to see the movie to uh, find that out. Yeah. But um, I yeah. thought that. John Maybe has a thing for spoilers, after. guys. I'm sorry. He he really wants to it just came talk out about in 1962. that. It's older than we are all combined. Like, what do you want from me? Although but you could still have respect this, for the people who haven't told... seen it. The man who shot Liberty James Stewart is a very particular actor. Like, he's really good, but he's so over the fucking top at times where it's like he is like an actor like he, mm-hmm. he's yeah. like oh my god dude like just take it down three notches it's not the right movie <laughs> like, you don't need to freak out in the scene right now and like try to out act everybody but i mean he's just that talented 
I think there's like a mix of people who are like slapstick actors and then like people who are actually trying to realistically act in this movie. Well, James Stewart's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I just thought that that kind of threw me off. Yeah, that threw me off. I was more intrigued in the flashback for sure. Um, I do agree when they got to like the voting and stuff like that for him to get his senator job. That was kind of just out there where order, it's, it's order, the same order. trope that we see <laughs> the, the best guy for the job <laughs> doesn't want the job kind of thing. And so you could see yeah. that coming. Yeah. Um, in my mind, I was like, oh, I hope this is the twist. And I was eventually like, oh, cool. Um, I got it right. But I like John Wayne. I just thought he was a cool dynamic to James Stewart, who was a little more eccentric, where John Wayne was more grounded. Yeah. Um, I yes. love Pompey. Definitely. Where he's just like, they're talking and they're about to fight. And then he goes, how about that Pompey? And he turns around. He's got the shotgun on his arm. Like, <laughs> Pompey was probably my favorite. You're, you're in the. It was dope. And yeah. I, I, I love how these movies towns are just random words. Like, welcome to Shinbone. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's like Red Dead Redemption. Welcome like, to Tumbleweed. Like. Mm-hmm. basically Valentine. or yeah welcome to stagecoach or whatever but i i love james stewart i love all the movies i've seen him in and yeah he is over the top in acting but i can see that for the 60s they it was just kind of for oh, the yeah. time and i, I mean, just like the how they bounced the each other out famous director famous actors oh yeah it um was, and was, vera miles for was me was the one who stole the show because she was uh, Lila Crane and Psycho, and she was just she was just as badass as John Wayne. She didn't take shit from anyone, and was just like, "Guys, we got to do this." And don't and uh, I don't know. I liked her a lot. This movie was just I I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I also love I, that in all I, these. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, uh, I was saying I really enjoyed this one as well. Uh, a funny tidbit though is this is directed by John Ford who is from Cape Elizabeth, Maine. Hmm. He influenced mm-hmm. all of the directors that we think are legendary, like directors like Francis Ford Coppola, Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas. Because, uh, I mean, he was very famous in the very beginning Ooh, of ball. filmmaking. Um, and uh, <laughs> there's a mini biography on IMDb where it's probably one of my favorite like follow-up sentences I've ever heard. Uh, I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, it's the quick sentence. John Ford came to Hollywood following one of his brothers, an actor. Asked what brought him to Hollywood, he replied, The Train. He became one of the most respected directors in the business. The Train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna crank mine up a half star and get it up to two out of five. It, was, uh, Jesus. it had some redeeming factors, but overall, hmm. like I said, for those people in England watching, that's not my cup of tea. All right. Moving on, I know you hate hmm. me. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it took a minute for me to fully like understand this movie, like fully get into it. Like when the flashback happened, that's when I started to get into it. I really enjoyed John Wayne walking around calling him a pilgrim the whole movie. I liked James Stewart's over the top acting. I just personally really liked the story of this of this movie. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it was fun to watch this movie. Uh, like I'm not a big western guy to begin with, uh, so it's it's cool to kind of expand uh my palette with westerns and i'm glad to have watched this one uh grade wise i don't know it could change on a rewatch because i still really liked it i'm just gonna go three and a half out of five uh it's it's i definitely would recommend checking this one out if you haven't seen it and if you want to watch more westerns uh i think it's a really good one so three and a half out to out of five for me Ooh. okay yeah <laughs> um yeah so I, I i'm giving it a four and a half out of five guys um it's just i thought this movie was very crisp for a black and white film it looked amazing and it was super clear um when i saw that james stewart was in a western i thought uh, I, I wouldn't expect him in that and i thought he worked really well um john wayne was basically just john wayne he was a badass but he also had like a sympathetic side too because you can see how he felt um about the girl in the town and vera miles was just oh, i loved her she just kept she stole the screen every time she was on there and i kept looking at her and i'm like where have i seen her before and then instantly psycho popped up um 
But yeah, they were all just phenomenal, and John Ford's a legend. And I'm just getting really used to watching these classic westerns that just with simple stages were able to make just a gorgeous movie. So uh, yeah, thanks, John Ford. Four and a half out of five. Thank you. All right. That was the man who shot Liberty Valance. If you want to know who shot him, uh, you can watch it on Prime Video. Uh, Mm -hmm. Make sure we'll send the invoice off to Amazon Prime for sponsoring this episode. Thank you, Amazon Prime. Thank you, um, appreciate it. Yeah, please. It's a fun western. <laughs> definitely, definitely check movies. it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Spencer, why don't we move moving on, on to the? the... I'm going to stop talking. Just let you introduce the movie. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> moving uh, on to the final film of the week. This was my pick. It is Cinema Paradiso. It is on yeah. HBO. It just got added. What? What was that? Yeah, or did, did, you, did you cough? <laughs> sound? What was that? No. Um, you, you have a bad taste and you're sour tasting around? Do you have a sour skittles or something? Corona. It's Corona. Oh, okay. well, oh Corona. Sorry. Corona watch. A chew. Um, <laughs> so this Italian film came out in 1988. It is about a filmmaker who recalls his childhood when he fell in love with the movies at his village's theater and formed a deep friendship with the theater's projectionist. What a beautiful story um, that resonates with us all. To be honest, I didn't really know anything really about this movie actually it's a lie the only thing i knew about this movie was that it's about movies it's a movie mm-hmm. about movies and those types of movies i typically like yeah, <laughs> i enjoy them you know i have a little bit more uh interest in them already just by having that in the plot this has been regarded as like one of the best movies of all time it's in the imdb top 250 with like an 8.6 it won the foreign language uh, oscar of that year and it's just been one that I've really wanted to see. And finally, it's on a streaming site, which is HBO. Uh, so we all watched it. John. Yeah. Yes. This is an Italian <laughs> film made in the 80s. Yeah, I know. But it's, it's about movies. It is about movies. Is that the saving grace? Well, we have watched movies that are about making movies or movies before. Sure. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to like them. Um, I did not know what I was getting into, but I liked this one. Oh, oh shit. two out of five. I what the fuck? Like to film. Um, yeah, <gasps> and it happened to be Spencer's film. This seems like a Nate movie, so this is almost like me liking a Nate movie. Um, well, it, it's never been streaming, so I'd never had the chance to pick yeah, it. This totally seems like something you would HBO pick. HBO May first. Yeah, so it wow. Just came to streaming. That's why I jumped on it immediately. Well, yeah. l- lucky us guys for you being able to it, choose man. a movie, um, a foreign film from the eighties, which doesn't really why, why seem. Why did you like it? <laughs> Well, what? <laughs> perhaps. Um, yeah, I I really liked the uh, how like it kind of just in the beginning of the movie it just sets you up and goes back to this guy's life, um, and you just follow him growing up and you see kind of the mistakes he made as a kid, the life he lived with his family, um, and then just basically his relationship with um, Alfredo. Alfredo, which for some reason I keep wanting to call him Petroza. Just I keep wanting to call him Fettuccini. <laughs> Yeah, Fettuccine. I don't know if that's just. I love his name, but they just had such an interesting dynamic between those two characters. How he was able to help him, and how the older guy was able, how Alfredo was able to help him through life, Um, and then the decisions they made together, and then you know, it was it was just a really kind of heartwarming, um, elegant story. But I I really liked this one, man. Like it was cool. What do you think, mate? Um, Like you didn't fucking like this movie? Are you kidding me? (sighs) No. No, like, this one was such a struggle to get through. What? It really was. Fuck? What? Um, you were literally... Yeah, I, I really don't have a lot to say. Um, I was just bored. I, I struggled through it. Um, no, so I can't mess shit. with you guys. Yeah, okay. I cried. I cried <laughs> during this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, just the whole... Just the whole dynamic between this like what like eight ten year old boy and this grown adult guy which to a lot of people you say that they're like oh that's weird but no there was a lot of like true friendship in this movie they genuinely loved each other Mm -hmm. like in the most like genuine way possible yeah like they exactly really friendship between two people of completely different backgrounds just how he would He'd be like, Alfredo, can I can I be in the booth? And he's like, no, scram, whatever. But then he defends him to his mom saying, oh, no, look, here's the money mm-hmm. that you had. Like, we oh, let him in course, for free. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. he's good. And 
I thought all um, representations of this kid, the people who played him, worked great. Um, and I loved the whole story about waiting um, outside the girl's window for 100 days kind of thing oh, to yeah, like get yeah. her to fall in love with him. Oh, John Cusack um, there. Yeah, but this movie was a lot about nostalgia and just the movies that define you and how he was like, do not come back. Mm-hmm. If you ever come back to this place, do not come to my house because I will not let you in. Yeah. It's like he tells him to forget about nostalgia. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, don't come back. Just stay where you are, and you doing that puts me at ease. And I was just like, <sighs> no, <laughs> oh no, like come on. And it was just one of the one of my favorite friendships I've seen developed in a movie, just between yeah. this kid Easily. and an adult that you would not expect, and what this kid did for this small town and how he remembered everybody. It was just so cool. And how you felt nostalgic watching it, even though he wants you to get rid of it and like, forget about it, forget your roots kind of thing. But then again, you can't. So it's, he he kind of mentioned something like that when he comes back uh, at the end with his mom, he's like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I've never left. Like everything's Mm -hmm. like stayed the same. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, this was this was quite the movie. Mm-hmm. Quite yeah. the movie in, in a half. It, like it's got everything you you'd want from a movie. It's got it's got an emotional aspect. It's got a good story. It's got great performances. It's got characters you can latch onto. The kid, the little boy, is probably one of the like cutest. He was children a he was a little I've bastard at first. Ever seen so in my life? You got to be. Oh, wasn't he nominated he, for like foreign awards? Yeah, you got to appreciate. Was that. he nominated for an Oscar? You saying? No, I think he was nominated and won like a bunch of foreign industry oh, awards. I don't I know about so. Oscar stuff, He's but like, I think yeah. he did win quite a few because he was he was such a cute kid. Just yeah, like a kid amazing. that wanted to be in the movies and and uh, him and Alfredo's uh, relationship was just like the cherry on top of this movie because it just it was the heart and soul like it was just, it was them bonding over their love of movies mm-hmm. uh, which and I, I love the scene when they're taking the test at the same time because <sighs> Alfredo was yeah. trying to get an education but he was trying to cheat off the little kid and just have that was a great scene. <laughs> yeah. It was a great scene and this Toto. movie is. Hey Toto, yeah. <laughs> give me the answers. <laughs> and it's just got so many scenes that are just—it just warms your heart. And the whole ending, the last scene of the movie, with it's him in a theater, it's all I'll say, and he's watching a reel that was left for him. It was like, whoa, this oh, is a yeah. very so much. powerful, so powerful, powerful yeah. movie, emotional man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I. I knew that this was highly regarded as like one of the best movies or just like, it's, it's a very emotional movie. It's supposed to be good, but I didn't know what it was going to be about. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And, yeah. uh, I was, I'm very glad that, uh, that we got to watch this one. Cause this was a very, mm-hmm. very, uh, you mind if I grade this one first? It's a gem. It's a gem of a movie. That's all yeah. I'll say. Go ahead, Johnny boy. I think that this one, Let's it has it. a lot of elements that intrigue me. It has that coming of age aspect. Um, it kind of has that, like, like you start out, like you, you, you kind of grow up with this character throughout the movie. And I kind of like it where it brings you to all these different levels. I haven't seen Moonlight. Maybe that's a movie I would like because of that element. Probably. Um, you I, probably, probably would. I probably would like that. Um, like waves, you know, like, I mean, they mm-hmm. you go yep. place beyond the pines. Like it's just all these different, like sort of small stories throughout the film that you can latch onto. Um, and then the love story, um, it's, 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 again, it's like the reason why I love, um, spectacular now is because it's such a realistic story where this would probably happen it's not your everyday romance um so and they, i just you know i just thought the characters were done so well um and i love the relationship between him and and alfredo so you know there's just a lot to really like about this movie um and also like it kind of just shows like he grew up watching movies and like he he kind of based his life off that but then come to realize you know life doesn't always have a happy ending like these movies so you know, mm-hmm. um, sure. It, it was cool. I I really appreciated this one, so I give this one four and a half out of five stars. Holy mm. shit! Almost went. I almost John went five. Is, I don't know why I didn't that get five, is but like big. Yeah, mm, it was damn. a great movie. Really good movie. Okay. All right. So wait, well. let, before Nate grades this one, I just want this to be on record, and this yeah. is proof that. <laughs> 
Anyone out there that is similar to John is in they're very used to the, the modern age of films, Bumblebee. the digital age, we should say. Bumblebee. Yeah. Exactly, you know, Bumblebee. the Bumblebee age of films. <laughs> there are still movies made John Cena. in the past that can still affect you just as much as Bumblebee would. And so it's foreign. It's awesome that you that you like this movie. It's 1988, an Italian film. I love I, I uh, it. It's, it's almost two hours. Actually, yeah, it's a little above two hours. Uh, and I was sitting well in a king size bed, drinking down a, an oversized Truly, and it was great. And I almost didn't well, need the privileged? Truly. Well, Maybe that's why you gave it a four and a half. There's some serious white privilege. <laughs> you're not yeah. This friendship came out of an unexpected place, and I feel that since we do this movie podcast, we love movies. This character was so easy to relate to. He was an average boy who wanted to learn how to do this type of thing um and just alfredo's character was amazing and how he was hard on him but you could tell he cared about him um all portrayals of the kid were fantastic um and when he went on the spiel telling him don't come back i will not let you in my house if you ever come back Mm -hmm. don't even bother that's what made me cry because it's like he cares enough about him to tell him to never see me again. Like, that's yeah. how you know you care about someone. And, yeah, yeah I, and his whole thing with the girl and how he waited. And, that yeah, uh, the whole final reel that he gets to watch. And when you finally realize what he's watching, to mm-hmm. regular people who watch this movie, they're going to be like, why is he watching this type of reel? It took me a minute to get it, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and then once you, re- once you realize the significance of it, you're like... Oh, everything's kind of coming full circle. I think it would so be it's... nice to get a little bit of closure with that, but that's the only thing that yeah. kind of wasn't like if it, like uh in the portrait of a lady on fire, you get a little closure at the end there. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice. Well, to I have guess a you could consider it kind of closure just because they talk about it. There's like a I whole five minute scene in the beginning where they talk about this subject matter, and yeah. then at the end, him with tears or whatever he had. I thought that was this closure, Fair just enough. like oh. Okay, Maybe it's realistic so this is what, in a way. Yeah, <laughs> like this is what cinema play. has evolved to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, but it was nice seeing how film affected him through the ages and what he had to do. Um, and just it, it made me feel like every time I went home from college and people talked to you kind of thing, they're like, hey, how's it going? How's this? How's that? It gave me that nostalgic type feel, mm-hmm. too. Um, so, John, I'm sorry. You might have thought four and a half was going to be the highest grade in this one, but yeah, I'm giving yeah, it five. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to up you. This movie it's was one of the most five. well-rounded movies as far as story, characters, um, like conclusion, and how satisfying it was able to leave you. I thought this movie just it it dropped the mic. This Shit. one, I could I could watch it over and over again. It just it looked great, and it just had that it had a foreign feel. But it was able to tell such a thorough story that I just got lost in it. You know, I'd love to Quite actually simple. see that where they made this set. Do you think that that's like a that was all on a film? On a um, no, I read a little bit about it. It yeah. was it was an actual place that they they filmed. It was like a, real, it's like a little town. town. Yeah, actually, yeah, that'd be a cool kind of filming location to visit. Somewhere. I would love to yeah. if they still had like the old Paradiso. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Anyway, Spencer, uh, yeah, my yeah. My final thoughts on Cinema Paradiso. Um, I really enjoyed this one. Be- oh. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to be like, my final thoughts was shit. That's it. Um, this one, like I said uh, last, this one, just this movie felt like a gem. It just, you don't see these movies all the time that can affect you. It can make you laugh. It can make you cry. It can, just hooks you it it makes you want to keep watching the movie um side note this was on hbo it's a two-hour cut in a different aspect ratio and the sound was a little iffy but there's a whole director's cut that exists where it's like it's two and a half hours uh there's more with the adult i thought that because everywhere i looked it said this movie was two and a half hours but when i went on hbo it was only two five and so i was like oh awesome perfect 
That makes it's sense not, then. That makes me wonder what the other cut, how I would feel about that, depending on because there's a whole 30 minutes of additional story. I actually read mm-hmm. what it is, and I'm glad that it's cut. Uh, I don't want to get into it right now, but mm-hmm. Cinema Paradiso, uh, the two-hour cut that's on HBO that we watched, this is just a really feel-good movie. If you like movies, you got to watch it because you'll instantly relate to the main boy. Uh, it's just It's just human nature. You'll relate. You'll love it. Yeah. It's a great one. I'm going to actually mm-hmm. stand up. Uh, Is he going to clap? I'm going to have to do five out of five. He's going to clap. I'm going to have to Cinema do Paradiso ne- is the first five out of five that I have given on this podcast. Wow. Yeah, it is. I may have given a five out of five to a different movie in the last year that we've been doing this. Mm-hmm. But since we've been doing it as a podcast forum in the last couple of months, this is the first five out of five movie and... And, side note, this is a bold statement, but this could be one of the best foreign language films I have ever seen. Exactly. Wow. This is up there. And Spencer's gone for everybody who doesn't know. (laughs) This is up there with Seven Samurai. Like, so many foreign films that are just able to make you forget that it's a foreign film Mm -hmm. is the best. If, if, If a foreign film can make you forget the fact that it is that then it did its job perfectly. Definitely. So really if, glad if you can it. get past the subtitles <laughs> and God. just get embraced in the story, it'll break your heart and it'll make you believe in love. It'll make you believe in the power of movies. Um, this It was just relatable and it hit a soft spot. So this movie deserves all the praise it gets. I'm very glad we finally... I think for anybody that's going out of the it. way to watch um, what? a podcast like this, probably cares enough about movies to check this one out Um, you guys want to know what i'm doing right now though i'm ordering the blu-ray i'm ordering the blu-ray i I, I have to because if it comes if it comes with the og cut then that's true i kind of want to wait to see if it'll ever get like a criterion release because this is a movie that's meant for the criterion release i'd even watch all the behind the scenes or commentaries yeah i'll send them an email and be like hey is this on the radar maybe like that this because i sent them an i sent them an email about roman holiday i was like this movie needs to be on the criterion collection yeah. But the fact that it's with MGM, there's kind of rights issues and stuff. But That's um, for sure. but this one should be. Issue. So those were our thoughts on The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance, That Thing You Do, and Cinema Paradiso. You guys can check those movies out on streaming sites. Uh, but this brings us to our new slate of movies that we put up on a poll last Saturday, and they were voted on by our followers. We put up a poll. My picks, the two that I w- wanted to watch, was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. It's one of George Clooney's first directorial efforts. And Mm. a 2020 horror film called The Lodge, which just came to Hulu uh, last week. Uh, The Lodge Mm. universally won the poll. Like I think one person voted for Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. So we're going to be watching The Lodge, which is on Hulu. So if you guys Mm want to watch that movie with us and tune in next week, we will be talking about The Lodge on Hulu. John, uh, my films were picks, actually, uh, I think for this poll, did you not um, pick? Um, so we had Christine, which stars what's her name, Rebecca Hall. Rebecca, Rebecca Hall. Hall. Yeah, my two picks were um, the film "An Officer and a Gentleman," Oscar-winning film, I've heard of that. Um, and "In Search of Fellini." Mm-hmm. Um, and the winner was. In search of Fellini. Wow. So, I'm shocked. Shout out to I'm our surprised password. that one. I yeah. almost was like, you know what? I'm gonna go for Officer and a Gentleman. Got the one best supporting actor. Um, but then I was like, well, this is a movie about a famous director, kind of in a way. So I was like, I'll give it a watch, see how people vote, and they picked is Brendan it. Fraser so, in this one. He is not. Oh, but. Oh, he might be. I'm just Maybe kidding. Not. We're lucky. <laughs> I hope to God, Brennan. Um, you think he's gonna pose? Yeah. Oh, maybe not. God. If he has to take a shirt off, maybe not. But yeah, Christine is on Hulu, and Search of Fellini is on Amazon Prime, and The Lodge is on Hulu. So if you guys have those streaming sites, make sure you watch these movies with us. And mm-hmm. please, if, if it's a Saturday 
and you want to help pick the movie that comes uh that's that's, that's the next week's slate uh the poll is going up on saturday which is tomorrow uh in our terms so uh vote along <laughs> help us pick the movies that we uh, talk about on the podcast because if you don't nate's gonna come to your house he's gonna grab a dvd copy of hostel and make you watch it and then he's gonna I cut it, it in half chicken and run. slice your throat with it. It was chicken run, but I was like, "Do I want to reuse chicken run?" I'm I do have a DVD movie. copy of Hostel, so I guess yeah, that does, does make yeah. it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works. That's fine. Yeah. You're not gonna do anything hostile to them. You're just gonna make them watch the movie and then be like, "That could be you if you don't watch the movies with us." Yeah, um, as I'm sitting there grinding my chainsaw chain. Okay. Okay. But yeah, make sure you follow us at those movie dudes on Instagram. That's all I really got to say. That's yeah. I always and we're uh, we're past 200 followers now, <laughs> thanks to Spencer. Um, so if you guys mm-hmm. want to follow us and you aren't following us on Instagram, what are you doing? Do it. You know, like what yeah. do you what do you got to lose? Your friends aren't going to make that much fun of you if you follow those movie dudes on Instagram. Your friends might not make fun of you, but do you know who will make fun of you? Nate. Peter Griffin as John Wayne. Pilgrims. Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrims. Ha <laughs> ha. I like that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got to say from me. So thank you for listening and watching. If you even are watching, I don't think you are. But thank you. Appreciate it. Love you. I don't really love you. Bye. Toodles. I don't know if we're to that level yet because we technically have a new YouTube channel. Um, I don't love you yet either, but I like you guys if you are following, subscribing, and commenting. Make sure to do all those things. Otherwise, I will never love you. Bye. So I heard you guys in Manchester are looking for some film recommendations. Well, here's what I gotta say to that. Your queen is a beautiful woman. Our president is a bastard. (laughs) I can't keep it going. I can't keep the British accent going, guys. I'm sorry. It's just... It's not in my nature. I, I can do I can do Russian. Are you guys okay with Russian? Like I could do Russian for you. You guys want movie reviews? I'll review movies. It's fork and road road fork you. Um, yeah, I, I have the confession. That's a Russian film. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, uh, yeah, it's best twenty bucks I ever spent. It went out of print. I opened it and I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh God, yeah, but uh, I, I did buy the Bergman collection. If if you yeah, I bought the Bergman collection. So for you Criterion fans, uh, I have 30, 39 movies that I have to watch. Um, yeah, you guys, uh, I I I must admit it's pretty pathetic. My room's kind of gross. Um, I, I don't even know why I'm still doing this. I just kind of talk into the microphone. I hope someone's still listening. Um, if you are, if anyone is still listening, please comment this phrase. Boy, that Italian family at the next table sure is quiet. Thank you.